figure now. Alright, baby, let's do this. I'm not gonna be uh, I'm not gonna be this calm here in about eight minutes. Cause I'm there. I'm officially there. You're listening to After Hours, 610 Sports Radio, Quentin Dusty Liggins with you uh, on this beautiful Sunday morning. We've been teased a little bit by the sun. We've been teased a little bit by pregame videos. You've been teased by whatever social media you get on to prepare yourself for a game. And this is a fast show today. We've only got an hour. Chiefs pregame show is extending their pregame coverage. They're going to have a little bit more um, more content uh, than normal. Big game. We've done this before, though, right? And I think that's where we start this opening segment here on 610 Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to After Hours once again. Um, same show as the previous weeks. Just, uh, you know a little bit more expedited, right? We'll have 915 Carly Ritter. Then we'll get right into everybody's predictions. We'll have Fesco in the morning crew, all three. We'll have Cody and Gold, Andrew, all three. Carrington, Rob, we'll have all of them in here. And then when Jay Binkley comes rolling in here, Jay Binkley will sit down, five minutes, prediction, and then I'm out. I don't know if you're there yet. I don't know if you're there yet. I was asking Quentin the same question. He says, I'll get there when it's about 1.30. Daddy, I'm there. And I'm not one of those guys or one of those fans, you know, that can't watch a game or has to go into a different room or has to, you know, put on a certain type of draws for a game. But this game, this is the AFC Championship game. And this is a game in which the Kansas City Chiefs have been in for Six consecutive years. That's disgusting to think about. I know some of you out there that are listening that have children that are not even six years old. I know some of you people out there that have been married not six years. And to think about this Chiefs team that is now here for a sixth consecutive year is absolutely astonishing and disgusting at the same time. Because let me paint you a picture of where it all started, right? You remember the 2-14 and season. You remember when your pro bowlers were everybody on defense and Jamal Charles. You remember being the laughingstock of the league. Romeo Cornell was giving injury reports saying Jamal's got a foot. That's real stuff. You would beg and plea and steal anything just to get one. One primetime game in your life on a Monday night against anybody that was willing to do it. Now you get six a game or a season. Now you're begging for like three noon games. You're that damn good. And then here comes Andy Reid. And he brings in Alex Smith. And it's, you know, the new tenant, right? Getting ready to get on a plane and go to Arizona. Clark Hunt sneaks in, trench coat, brown, hair combed over. Very good-looking man. Says, Andy, wait a second, real quick. You're not leaving Kansas City. 
I'll make sure you don't leave Kansas City. Here's why you're not leaving Kansas City. The future is yours. I trust it that if you build it, they will come. Andy Reid brings in his system. Andy Reid was kicked out of Philly. Took that team to four consecutive NFC championship games. Everybody's like, man, he went to four straight. One Super Bowl. That's pretty good. Never won the big one. Wait until they hear what happens in the future. And then Andy Reid goes to Kansas City. First year, playoffs. Next year, nine and seven. Missed the playoffs. Since then, the standard has been set. And then, here comes a trade with Buffalo. Hey, we want to pick 10th in the draft. You cool slipping back a few spots? It should be fine. Sure, we'll do that. What's it going to cost us? Oh, I don't know. Your entire franchise for four consecutive years? And Patrick Mahomes gets drafted. And then the Chiefs begin their steps, right? We get to watch a full season of Alex Smith go to the playoffs, lose in heartbreaking fashion, back-to-back years, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, right? You played a game in which the opposing team didn't score a touchdown and beat you with field goals. You think to yourself, how does it get better from here? Just wait. You lose to the Tennessee Titans where you go sign an all-pro, all-world Hall of Fame corner and a guy like Marcus Mariota, who's so good, throws it off his face, Darrell Rivas, catches it himself and walks in and scores. And then at the time, one of the worst football calls in the history of your life, Derek Johnson gets a sack, lawn chairs Marcus Mariota, but they call forward progress. Not only that, then you got Patrick Mahomes. First year is where it started. AFC championship game. You play Brady. Didn't lose because of Mahomes. D Ford lines up off sides. Chiefs don't touch the ball in overtime. Game over. Tom Brady once again reigns supreme. Salt in the wound. Hey, at least we got to the AFC championship game. Who'd have thought? But dang, I think this team might be able to make it to the Super Bowl. Fast forward to next year. Super Bowl champs. Go back to the next year. Losing the Super Bowl. Who? Tom Brady. Year after that, get to the playoffs, lose in the AFC Championship game because there's just one small bad mishap by Patrick Mahomes. And then last year, you beat a team that thought they could beat you, knew they could beat you, called your place Burrowhead. And you go to Arizona and you win a Super Bowl against the Philadelphia Eagles. Now you're the golden standard. And now you get to go play an AFC Championship game. It's not here. It's on the road. And in case you were wondering, in case you were wondering how it's like to play on the road. Hey, real quick, real quick, real quick. Hey, they asked for it. And they got what they asked for. Hey, but he said it. This ain't done. We come back next week, ready to go. And turn it up a notch. Chiefs on three, one, two, three. So again, it goes back to the old theory that if you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. If you want to be the team, you got to beat the team. If you want to be the standard, you got to make yourself the standard. And the Chiefs have done that for six years now. This year was hilarious, right? Oh, I don't know if they can do it. I don't know if they can get there. Why don't we just get to the playoffs? No one's ever going to be worried if the Chiefs can't make the playoffs in a single season because of what is at quarterback. And it's okay to get fanboy today. This is the biggest game of the AFC entire season. You should be there. If you're food prepping, if you're out shopping, if you're leaving church, if you're going home, whatever the hell you're doing, you should be there today. 
This game is beyond regular season feels. This game is beyond opening night of the season. This game is beyond Miami when it's negative 30. This is the AFC championship game. Pinch yourself. This is your sixth consecutive year rooting for your team in this game. And I think it's awesome that Baltimore's great. I think it's awesome that Detroit's a story. I think it's great that Kyle Shanahan looks like he still skateboards. That's fine. That's his look. That's an unnecessary shot, but whatever. The Kansas City Chiefs are the standard. And you're going to watch a lot of people give their expertise advice or their picks, predictions, right? You're going to hear these guys. Ah, Baltimore's just been great all season. Who's a good quarterback that they played outside of C.J. Stroud, who, by the way, is a rookie playing a game on the road? So don't give me that bull junk. I don't want to hear that. I love C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud played a game on the road for the first time in his career and his second time in the playoffs. And he got beat. Baltimore, you've not played a defense like Kansas City's. I'm not listening to the, to the BS that is Cleveland Browns. No, no, no. Because that ain't it. But if Baltimore wants to be the man, you got to beat the man. If you want to be the team, you got to beat the team. And I understand the Kansas City Chiefs had a roller coaster of a season, went 11 and 6. I'd like to know how many teams would love 11 and 6 record. Probably all of them but one. I'd love to know what kind of team has a quarterback on their team that's won two Super Bowls, two Super Bowls MVPs, and two regular season MVPs. Stars be stars, leaders be leaders, big games bring out big players, and that's what this game is. I leave you with one of the best. It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name when last year I spent more money on spilled liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! I love how you sneak in Bruce Springsteen on every show. I got to. You, you know, that's my soft spot. I have karaoke this song before on stage, half shirt open, half shirt, top or bottom. Uh, it was the top half. Okay. And what's funny is it wasn't me that unbuttoned it. It was like a group of bros that were like, <laughs> "There you Get go." Into it. All right. I digress. Join us now. Three weeks in a row. Keep the traditions alive. Five fours only. Carly Ritter. How are you this morning, Miss Carly? Good morning. I'm happy to be here because that means we have another ball game to play. That's right. right. That's right. Are you okay. uh, are you are you nerves high, nerves low? Or are you are you okay? Even keel. I'll be honest with you. I haven't really thought about it, but just now I started to get a little nervous because I'm like, oh crap, it's game day. And That's right. We have hours until kickoff, and it's like happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, anything to worry about uh, weather temperature wise in Baltimore? Is everything, or is it is it going to be the the rainy fest that I think it is? Yeah, we're going to have off and on rain. I cannot promise a, draw, a dry ball game at all. And it's going to be in the 40s, but it's going to feel gross and a little windy. Not a ton, but just not great. It's going to be windy. Wind's going to play a factor. Rain might be a factor or even some drizzle. It's just not going to be a nice day. Don't like to hear that uh, really whatsoever. But I do think uh, having a, a little conversation with you that 
I feel a little bit confident that uh, I'd rather it be rain than snow. I feel like the uh, the conditions are a little bit better that way. I don't know. Maybe that's just me me talking out loud because I think Patrick Mahomes can play in any sort of weather. Um, but you do think that there could be some impacts with uh, with how the game is played, maybe taking people out of their normal rhythm? I think so. I think that the weather, you know, it, for instance, the other game, the NFC game, that's not going to be an issue. But for us, we will have that as another little factor, a little asterisk in the game. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, speaking of everything here, it seems like, uh, it seems like we finally have a normal day outside. looks like there's sun. Am I, am I going to be okay to like fire up a grill today? Cause like, I kind of want to get those juices flowing. I mean, I'm going to tell you what, the sun does exist and some people are finally going to see it again today. And if you don't see it today, you'll for sure see it tomorrow. So hang tight, everyone. The stretch of gray is almost done. How do you see this AFC championship game going today, Miss Carly Ritter? I think we're going to win. I really feel confident. I think that... Uh, a lot of people are riding and putting a lot of pressure on Lamar to get things done, and I just think that we have the experience. We have the team that's been here before. This is something we're, I don't want to say used to, because you're never really used to an AFC championship game. You still got to, you know, play up, but I, I feel good about it. I think that we're going to be talking again in a couple of weeks before we go to the Super Bowl. Give me two lockdown bets today for prop bets that Carly Ritter likes in this game against Baltimore and Kansas City. Oh, are we talking about players? Or are we talking about random like crowd oh, shots? Oh, we don't have to do crowd shots. I mean, what do you think? You think over under three and a half on Taylor Swift? You want to take the over on that? Cause it's hit every single week. Yeah. Let's go over on that one. Okay. Um, is there any reference to the Y? Have you ever seen the wire on HBO? No. Okay. Well, I don't watch a lot of TV. My apologies. No, it's okay. You're up at like three o'clock in the morning. Okay. Well, there'll be a mm-hmm. wire reference. I guarantee it. And then yeah, during the game, what do you have like a player that's going to do anything? Like I know that, you know, we get to we do a little bit of gambling here in Kansas, and last week we had a pretty fun parlay, at least on my end of things. Uh, okay, why? we need to talk about that. Why? By the way, okay, I have two questions. Number yeah. one, why eighty? Why the random eighty dollar number? Like that just I don't understand. Most people do twenty five, fifty, hundred. Why eighty? I don't know if you've met me. I'm kind of weird, um, but uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, uh, there was uh, maybe a couple other people in on the parlay as well. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. That makes a little more sense. But no, every, what a payout! Yeah, eighteen hundred bucks. You know, is that your biggest win, by the way? No. Okay. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we okay. hit we hit a parlay earlier this year for twenty two hundred. And congrats. So, should we tell them about uh, how we were chatting at work and then trying to pick a a parlay for this weekend? Yeah, give them give them some locks so people can tail it, and then when they win money, they can thank both of us. Okay, by the way, don't put that pressure on me because I do not want people to put, you know, things down and then uh-huh. this is just all for fun. This is conversation. I don't even know if I'm going to put anything down. So okay. just FYI. Okay. I really think the run game is going to be a little bigger today just because of the weather. So I think Pacheco is going to have a great day. I think we're going to see Rashi go off. I just – I have a good feeling that Patrick's going to run quite a bit. I – I mean, he'll pass. Come on. He's just great. But I just think that you need to lock in on some of those things. Same with Baltimore. Uh, we were talking about Justice Hill doing fairly well. So, All right. So anyway. Carly, Carly Ritter's locks today. People in Kansas City that are listening. Patrick Mahomes over 26 and a half rushing yards. Uh, Lamar Jackson rushing yards. And Justice Hill. That's three legs of a parlay. We'll get you three more later today. Carly, I thank you for doing this. If we, if we do it again, we'll, we'll ride it to the Super Bowl if you want to do that as well. Let's go. All right. Let's go, Chief. Enjoy Have the- fun today, y'all. You- and uh, – Hopefully we uh, have a chance to talk in a couple weeks. No doubt about it. Enjoy the game, Carly. Thanks again. All right. You too. See ya. From Carly Ritter to Bob Fesco, what a transition. Who'd have thought? 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. on 610 Sports Radio. Bob Fesco, how are we doing this morning? 
I'm doing wonderful, Dusty. I've already got a three-and-a-half-mile run-in, done two loads of laundry, cleaned the shower. You can say i got a lot of nervous energy. Okay, okay. So I was kind of talking to Quentin about this. We've done this a while, right? We, we, we've kind of been through this, and, and I started the show off with where it all began when it was 2-14, and 14, Andy Reid comes to Kansas City, and the whole thing's changed. Some people are kind of spoiled uh, when it comes to certain games. Bob, AFC Championship game, I don't care if we've done this five years in a row. I get that, like, kid on Christmas morning feeling. I get that you just got a new dog type of feeling, or you just, you know, you get those jitters every single time, and it's right when you wake up in the morning. Well, if you're not feeling that way, then then you got to check your fandom at the door because this should be an amazing day for everybody. Everybody who considers themselves a Chiefs fan should be waking up today going, holy crap, we're back in the AFC Championship game, and I'm so glad it's the early game and we don't have to wait till 5 o'clock to kick this thing off. You know, So you should have that feeling because if you don't have that feeling, then you haven't appreciated everything that has gone on to get us to where we are right now. And it wasn't just the year before Andy Reid. It was the 50 years before Andy Reid yeah. got here. You know, you had a – a couple of years that were fun with Marty, a couple of years that were fun with Vermeil, and, and, you know, pretty much after, you know, Dick left and, and whatnot, it just kind of went to ground. And, and so if you're not waking up this morning with, with like, first date jitters and the excitement of, of getting ready to go watch this team play, then then you're doing it wrong. And I, and I hate to tell people how to be fans, but if you're not appreciating these moments, then you're just really not appreciating everything that's gone on for the last five years. And, you know, you got to check your pulse a little bit, I think. Not only that, AFC Championship games are supposed to be between two epic teams. It wasn't like Tom Brady was beating, you know, the Browns every year in the AFC Championship game. He had to go beat Peyton Manning a few times. He had to go beat Ben Roethlisberger a few times. This is one of those games. It's Lamar Jackson, it's Patrick Mahomes, it's the Ravens, it's the Chiefs. I know seeding is different, but the Chiefs probably could have and should have been the two seed if it wasn't for a certain, you know, anyways, I'm not going to blame people. I am. There was two games that they lost because of one individual. Um, and uh, if they do win those games, they're the two seed. But Bob, it's Lamar Jackson. It's Patrick Mahomes to win the Lamar trophy. You got to beat Lamar Jackson. How do you see this game going? And what's your score prediction, even though I already know it? Well, I mean, I think you've got to go with experience here. I mean, until he does it, Lamar hasn't. And and as much as Lamar is my second favorite quarterback in this league today, he's he's not a guy that I'll be rooting for mm-hmm. because I'm rooting for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And so that's where I was all season with this. I mean, you're, you're going to talk about the two seed versus the one seed and the three seed and all that nonsense. I mean, when, when this whole season was going on, I said, I'm not making any judgments on the season until we reach the end. Well, we've reached the end with the AFC championship game. We've got an A for the season, right? Is it going to be an A minus an A or an A plus? That still is to be determined, but this season has officially been an A because you've made the AFC championship game. And so I really think it's going to come down to Chris Jones. Are you a $30 million a year player? If you are, go out there and show it today and take care of Lamar Jackson and erase him from the game and be the guy that comes up with a sack, sack and a half, makes plays in the run game, and really dominates that line of scrimmage. So I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be up to Chris Jones today, kind of you know setting the tone from a defensive standpoint. And I think this offense is probably going to score three touchdowns. I like an anytime touchdown from Kelsey. I like an anytime touchdown from Pacheco. I like an anytime touchdown from Rashi Rice. And I like this team to win 35 nothing. Let's roll, Dusty. How about it, Bob? Thanks for the time and enjoy the game. All right, I'll see you, bud. See you. From Bob Fesco to his producer, B-Dub in the house. B-Dub, how we doing today, bud? Man, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> you I'm should nervous. be. You should be. I'm been up since 4 o'clock this morning uh, at work now. I got a lot of stuff done. Um, but, yeah, you can't take this for granted. Like uh, Bob said, This after so much losing and after so much trauma that's been inflicted for so many years through Marty Ball, you know, I've basically erased Todd Haley and Romeo Cornell out of my, my mind. You know, I never want to go back to those years ever again. But, man, as confident as I was last week, this week, 
this should be the heavyweight fight. This should be Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. This is the big one right here. Yeah, I was telling people this morning uh, via text message, talking to Quentin, like, this is one of those games, man, like, you it, 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 you should feel this way. You should have these nervous energy feelings. You should be amped up to go. It's 2 o'clock. It'll be here before you know it. And uh, it's it's Kansas City versus Baltimore Ravens. I know it's, uh, you know, there'll be a lot of wire references, right? There'll oh, be a lot of all that sort of stuff. And, and hopefully at the end of the game, there's the Mahomes meme on Omar saying, Omar, coming for you, you know, whatever it is. But, beat up. how do you see this game being played? And, and what do you think the score will be of this game? I think uh, for us to be successful, we have to play another clean game. we got to go through the run game. Pacheco's got to have a monster game. Mm. Offensive line has got to be solid. You know, another week of not seeing Juwan Taylor. Algretti's going to have to have a huge game stepping in for Tooney. Um, play off of the run. Like I said last week, hit Rice, hit Kelsey. And if the other ones get a ball thrown their way, you've got to make the most of the opportunity. You better catch the ball or the ball's not coming your way again for the rest of the game. But we run through, that, through Pacheco and CEH. We should have a great game plan. Defensive-wise, linebackers, you have to stay in your lanes. Know your assignments. If Willie Gay can go and give it a go, be the spy. The front four, you have to stay in your lanes. You can't get too far upfield because, as you saw last week against um, Houston, Lamar exploited every bit of that, and he can break off a 25-yard run with no hesitation. What's the score today, B-Dub? 24-21 Chiefs um, put it in the book, and I'm writing down some of Carly Ritter's parlay so I can take mm. a look at that for when I get off. And uh, definitely take the uh, Pacheco anytime touchdown, Kelsey anytime touchdown, and take the Chiefs on the money line. Let's go, baby. If you want to be the man, you got to beat the man, and I'm having a hard time keeping these alligators down, baby. Man, look, <laughs> you come at the king. You best not miss. No doubt about it. Beat up. Thanks for the time, and have a good day. Enjoy the game on this Sunday, man. Appreciate you, bro. Let's roll. You got it. From B-Dub to Kling, this will wrap up our Fesco and the morning crew. Mr. Klingler, how are you live in Baltimore today? Well, uh, B-Dub was son- kind of sounded <laughs> down a little bit. I mean, he was, he was, he was saying positive things, but I, the tone of his voice, I wasn't so sure. I mean, he's, he's got, he's got that nervous energy built up. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of with him to a certain extent. I mean, last week, I think everybody felt like uber confident. This week, you're like, okay, confident, but this is a good, really good team. So, um, they're rolling up the tarp as we speak. Uh, it was some light rain when we walked into the stadium. Uh, the grass looks great, though. It's going to be, uh, yeah, this is this is going to be a good one. How's the uh, the ambiance there? Is it? Can you feel nervous energy in Baltimore as well? Can you kind of see that it's like you know a little quiet before the storm? Well, it, it felt kind of the same vibe when I think when we hosted the first one, right? Mm-hmm. And it was the city was like, wow, we finally get this event. And then I think probably when you get closer to game time, you're like, okay, man, but it's also one step from the Super Bowl. <laughs> like there's that, there's that dynamic too. So it'll be interesting to see how, how when the place starts to, to fill up what the, uh, what the vibe is and then how much, you know, how much purple is here. And if they kept out a lot of the, uh, the red, I'll be interested to see how many, how many people were able to get in the building. It wasn't, there weren't any red last week. I mean, it was, they pretty much shut out the Chiefs fans for the most part. It was about as small a road uh, crowd as we've seen all season. So we'll see if that's the case again today. I imagine it's probably pretty tough to get in the doors today. Talking to one-third of the crew of Fesco in the morning and the Chiefs Radio Network sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Kling, how do you see this game being played? And uh, the money question that we're going to ask everybody today that we've done the last two weeks, what's your score prediction? Yeah, I mean, I've been kind of riding the the low end of things all week that uh, I, I really respect these two defenses. And I think whichever offense is the most efficient, 
against two really, really good defenses is going to come away with a win. I still think it's going to be a lower scoring game. I think the first to 20, I do like the Chiefs 20 to 17, but um, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a slugfest for defenses. All the, all the attention's on the two quarterbacks, right? But uh-huh. I think these two defenses are the, are the headliners of this thing. So whoever keeps the other offense in check is going to have the best opportunity. You said 2017? 20 to 17. All right, baby. Let's ride this one out. I think Butker hits one with no time left from like 50 yards out and Chiefs go to Las Vegas. That's my prediction. Don't need that. Don't need that kind of stress, man. <laughs> I want all the stress, man. I'm I'm chaotic and fun all at the same time. I'm like what you don't want to be with at a, on a game day. <laughs> uh, I don't know if my I don't know if my heart can take it, but that you wouldn't be far off from what this game probably should be today. No doubt about it. Well, hey, have a safe call, have safe travel back, and we'll uh, we'll be ready to go on Monday morning, win, loss, or whatever. We'll be uh, we'll be tuned in, and uh, we'll be listening to you today on the Chiefs Radio Network and on Fesco in the morning tomorrow morning. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Sussy. You bet. That's the Fesco in the morning crew coming up on the other side. We'll get everybody from Cody and Gold, Drew, Alex, Cody, all their predictions, all their score predictions. You're listening to After Hours AFC Playoff Championship Game Edition. Quentin Dusty, Six Ten Sports Radio. You know where you're at? You're in the jungle, baby. You're in Kansas City. Six straight AFC Championship game. Five consecutive, six consecutive, three Super Bowls, two titles, going for another one. If they hate you, they hate you. Let's go. The sun's out. It's 50 degrees at some point today. All the beers, all the spirits, all the cheers. All the love. You want to bring back the Lamar Trophy? You got to go beat Lamar. You coming to King, you best not miss. God, dog, I'm ready to go. Get Alex Gold on the phone. Alex, how you doing? What's up, man? I'm fired up. Let's get to 2 o'clock. I'm ready. I hate that we got to wait another couple hours. Oh, you don't hate it. You love it. That gives you more time to booze. It gives you more time to get juiced up, Mr. Gold. These are what <laughs> matchups are all about. I don't want to play some, you know, dinky-dank team that just snuck into a game. I want to play the best. I want to beat the best. And that's what's going to have to happen today. you got to play the Baltimore Ravens. You, sir, you're like me. We get goofy with semantics in this game. What do you like? What do you not like about this game for the Chiefs versus the Ravens? Well, so the one thing I thought was interesting all week with the conversation has been, okay, are the Chiefs going to be able to run the ball against that defensive front? And everybody's acting like on the other side that the Ravens are going to be able to run all day long. And and maybe that is true that the Chiefs will struggle against the run. But this is a Ravens defense that is 23rd in football in opponent's yards per play on the ground. So, like, we talk so much about the Chiefs not being able to stop Baltimore. Are we sure the Ravens are going to be able to stop Isaiah Pacheco and or Clyde Edwards-Alaire today? Like, I think Nick Allegretti in the run game will actually be just fine. The question's going to be without Joe Tooney in the passing game and his Patrick Mahomes and a combination of that with the tackles, are, are, is he going to be running for his life? But I, I thought it was interesting that the narrative around the rush game that it's only the Chiefs who are going to give up yardage. I believe Baltimore's given up yards on the ground today. No doubt about it. Uh, one of the sneak bets in Vegas was Justice Hill. I'm interested to see what you think about that. Also, what do you like about the quarterback props for rushing yards in this game that could see a lot of, uh, well, a lot of rain throughout the game, as we've been told already by meteorologists locally? Yeah, so I didn't bet any of the Lamar uh, or, or Mahomes over rush totals. Uh, maybe I will by the time we get to kickoff. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes sitting at, what, 26.5, I think, is the number I Correct. saw. He had, it was 29.5 last week was the over-under, and it went under. I think because of what I just mentioned, that Patrick Mahomes might have to run a little bit more back in the pocket even. 
uh, that it could lead to some more rush yards if the tackles don't hold up, if he's you know running for his life a little bit more. Maybe that leads to a few more scrambles. So I don't hate the Patrick Mahomes over. Um, the Lamar over, I mean, for obvious reasons, it's in the 60s, and it's a very high number. The question is just whether or not Kansas City just keys in on that and, and tries to make them beat them in other ways. But I, I won't be betting Lamar's. Mahomes is kind of tricky for me uh, when I'm thinking about it now at 26 and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it might tempt me by the time we get closer to kickoff. That's right, baby. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to tempt people. You know, I'm trying to get you on that that, that other <laughs> side on a, on a good Sunday. What's the score prediction for Mr. Alex Cole? So I think it's a low-scoring game. It's why I like the under 44-and-a-half. I think both teams can run the ball, use the clock, going to be some struggles. It's the number one, number two defense in football. 17-14 Chiefs. 17-14 Chiefs. Uh, that is a very successful under and a very close game. It's going to have all of us very nervous. So, Mr. Gold, I appreciate your time. We will listen for you tomorrow from 10-2. to 2. All right. Thanks, Dusty. You got it. From Alex Gold to his other partner in crime Cody Tapp joins the show Cody how are you on this Sunday morning doing great love a good championship Sunday who doesn't are you there yet are you are you are you calming are you maintaining lone tones no so at the moment it's uh the kids stuff always kind of drag you know you're like all right <laughs> abs, and then uh we got to get to that stuff and then I'm gonna go watch it today at my great grandpa's house because it's his birthday and I don't want to miss out on it we were gonna have the party later in the day but then Chiefs made the title game I guess we gotta go out there Bancroft Castron in 94 today. Mm, there we go. There we go. How do you see this game going between the number one defense and the number two defense, the number one quarterback, and probably the number two quarterback in the AFC? I mean, obviously, I think that, you know, Lamar deserves his place amongst this. And I, and I think because we haven't put him in the same range as Burrow and Allen and those because he hasn't played in that many playoff games. Mm-hmm. which is good and bad, which means we don't really know what kind of playoff performer he truly is yet, because I don't think five playoff games can tell you that, especially when a couple of you were early. But it's also why it's hard not to give the massive advantage to Mahomes when he's playing almost triple that. Mm-hmm. Like, Patrick Mahomes has played in three Super Bowls. Lamar Jackson's played in five playoff games. Like, I mean, it's just it, – that's the part where I feel like both teams are going to try to run. It's important that both teams try to run. I think some of this might come down to who is able to get the big play out of a guy that's not the first name you say. Like MBS, McColl, you know, Vote Clyde, and then maybe for them it's Rashad Bateman or further down, like Isaiah likely gets you for a big game. I feel like it's more likely that maybe some of those tertiary guys decide this one versus the stars that I normally think of. What's your score prediction in this game, Cody Tapp? You know, I was back and forth on this thing a little bit. I honestly consider picking the Ravens, because not just because of like, oh, we're in Kansas City, but they've got more talent. And there was two things that convinced me to pick the Chiefs. One is Patrick Mahomes, that's the obvious. The second is that Chris Jones gets a million bucks. If they win this game, and the last time I saw him play for a million dollars, I watched him play the best half of his life. Mm-hmm. So something tells me he's motivated again. So I'll take the Chiefs 24-21. 24-21, Cody Tapp's prediction. Kansas City wins, and they go to Las Vegas for a Super Bowl. Cody, enjoy the game and have fun. We'll listen to you on 10 o'clock tomorrow morning on 610 Sports Radio. We'll do it. Thanks, Cody. Somebody says, Cody sounds like he's calling from his bathtub, and Cody sounds like he's in a Cold War bunker. Uh, both of those are pretty accurate. Now we go to another person who knows what AFC Championship games are all about, Drew Nixon, their producer of Cody and the Gold. Drew, how are you this morning? I can promise I'm not in a cold war bunker. I'm doing well. <laughs> yeah, dude. It did sound like he was definitely like a doomsday prepper. Um, <laughs> look, uh, this team's in your team's division, man. You know all about Baltimore. Tell me why the Chiefs should be nervous today and tell me why the Chiefs could be successful today. 
God, man, I, I really think that this is one of those games that in a way is similar to what we saw last week with Buffalo. Baltimore tend to drag possessions out. They love to take up time of possession. And when that happens and the Chiefs were able to do it last week, can they do it again as maximizing every single possession that they have? And that would be probably putting the ball in the end zone more than the Ravens. I think that ultimately is kind of what it comes down to. Again, is can the Chiefs maximize the time when Patrick Mahomes has the ball? Because the way that they've been able to get comfortable, too, with going on longer drives has been interesting to see throughout the season. But that is the way that the Ravens work is they can hit you with some quick hitters, but they like to run the ball. They like to take a ton of time off the clock and keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. I think likewise for, for the Chiefs, you have to maximize the possessions, but also being able to get those stops and holding strong as we've seen them do all year long, particularly in the red zone, and try to force Baltimore to field goals when they do get into uh, Chiefs territory will be big for this one. All right, money question of the day. Drew Nixon, what's your score prediction? I think that the Chiefs are going to have the ball, and they're going to go down the field, and they're going to – uh, get a touchdown to take the lead, and the defense does make that stand. It is Chiefs 24, Baltimore Ravens 20. I'll be honest, I'm sick to my stomach, though. I really don't want either of these teams in this game because the Bengals are out, and it's disappointing. But every single Bengals fan that I know, Dusty, is cheering for the Chiefs because the Ravens said F Joe Burrow after his hand exploded when he threw that pass, and they were not – at all kind after he got hurt. So everybody that I know from Bengals country is rooting for the Chiefs today. So we'll see if they can get it done, but a 24-20 Chiefs. All right, man. Thanks for the prediction. We'll see you on uh, Monday morning at 10 o'clock. Sounds good. Have a good one. You too. That's Drew Nixon of Cody and Gold. Coming up on the other side of the break, we have Carrington Harrison of the drive, Rob Brenton, and we'll get Jay Beakley in here as quickly as possible as we can. we got 13 minutes left. It's too fast. 610 Sports Radio. Final segment of this show, a fast show, expedited, one hour, Chiefs Radio Chiefs Radio Network will take over at 10 o'clock here on 610 Sports Radio, our sister station, 106.5 The Wolf Playoff coverage here, brought to you by Twin Peaks, each drink, scenic views. Uh, it's the drive's turn now. We've gotten Fesco and the Morning's crew with their predictions, Cody and Gold with their predictions. Now we move on to Carrington Harrison and Rob Brenton. Carrington in studio with me at this moment. Man, this is it. This is the uh, this is the big one. This is, you know, the best of the best in the AFC, and it's the AFC Championship game. This is what dreams are made of. This is what you want to watch as a kid when you're sitting there watching Brady and, Man- and, and Manning. Now it's Mahomes and Lamar. How do you see this one going today? That's good. I mean, this is as torn as I've been on predicting a winner. On one side, I believe that Baltimore is the better team. Like, by all the metrics that you're looking at, I think they're the better team. Offensively, defensively, they were more consistent over the course of the season. They're at home. They're pulling out all the stops. I think there's a lot of reasons to like Baltimore in this game it's just hard for me to shake mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes as an underdog and what the numbers are like it kind of be like picking against KU with Allen Fieldhouse sure it's happened before but the right side to be on is that they're going to take care of business at home if you're telling me 11 times that he has been an underdog and nine of those times he's covered why would I be on the side of the one you know like <laughs> it just kind of defies logic in that sense the line continues to move it was at four and a half mm-hmm. earlier today when I looked at it I think you have to take the Chiefs in this scenario I just think it's the, the correct side to be on let's take a little content from your show Baltimore wins if Baltimore loses if Baltimore wins if Lamar Jackson runs for over 60 yards I would say Baltimore loses if I think they're going to need a big play in the passing game. I think Odell needs to be a factor in this game. Like if Odell Beckham has two catches for 12 yards, 
Does Baltimore win that game? So I'll give you something a little bit off the grid. If Lamar runs the football effectively, I do think that the Chiefs are going to force Lamar at some point. He's going to have to make maybe three to five plays in the passing game. I think Odell has to be a factor in this game. Okay, Chiefs win if, Chiefs lose if. I think a lot of the Chiefs is about continuing to remain balanced and continuing to run the football effectively. Isaiah Pacheco has 39 carries in the two postseason starts. If this is the game in which Isaiah Pacheco has nine carries for 36 yards, then I just don't think that's a game script that Kansas City wins. Loses if it's been simple for me from the very beginning, turnover differential. They were minus 11 in the course of the regular season. They have done a good job protecting the football so far in the postseason, you can't go on the road and turn the football over against a team like Baltimore and expect to win. So I'll say turnover differential for Chiefs lose it. Score prediction? I have 23-17 Chiefs. Okay. I think it's a low-scoring game. I do like the under. I think both defenses showcase why they were 1-2 and two in the league. I'm just going to trust Mahomes to make one or two more plays over the course of 60 minutes of Lamar. I got Chiefs 23 Raven 17. All right. Thanks for the time and enjoy the rest of your day. It's a busy day here. Appreciate on Sunday. You. you bet. Absolutely. Kate Harrison, the drive, his partner in crime. Uh, we go from Batman to Robin. I don't know. Rob Brenton. How are you this morning, my man? I'm doing well. How are you, Dusty? I'm fantastic, man. I'm as you can tell, or you could probably already know that I'm, I'm extremely juiced up. I've already got Miller lights in the fridge mixed with bush lights. I don't know where I'm going to go or where I'm going to finish, but I know I'm going to start somewhere. Rob, how do you like this game today? What uh, what do you see this game being as a uh, Baltimore versus Kansas City epic AFC championship game? I think this is the biggest coin flip game the Chiefs have played all season because the Chiefs' strengths are also Baltimore's strengths. Like, this is one and two in defense in the NFL. The Ravens have the MVP, but the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. Both teams have elite kickers. I know Butker has been better than Tucker, but Tucker's going into the Hall of Fame even though he's had a little bit of a down season. This is strength on strength. This is you know, iron sharpens iron. This is as close as I've seen any game the Chiefs have been. It's also the most difficult challenge I think the Chiefs have had all season. I mean, the Eagles back in November, we now know what they are. They fell apart. They lost that game. The Bengals, the Chiefs had troubles with this year, even though they won, didn't have Burrow. I mean, this is as good of an opponent the Chiefs have faced all year, and it will be a fascinating AFC title game. How do you see the score at the end of this game? I'm about to be very unpopular on the text line. Listen, I think the Ravens are the best team in the NFL, and I think they've shown it over the course of the entire season. They have been that team. They have run through everyone. They had the toughest schedule in the NFL. They went through with the best record in the NFL. Bill Cowher always says your deficiencies eventually get you beat in the postseason. The Chiefs have skated by despite having a little bit of their deficiencies show up in both games. I don't know they can have a little bit of their deficiencies show up in the Baltimore game. Baltimore is too good. The Chiefs have the quarterback and coach advantage, but not by a lot. So I like this one to be a low-scoring, close game, but I like the Ravens 21-16. 21-16, Baltimore Rob. There he is on record. He took the Ravens. I wondered if somebody was going to do it. Um, hey, man, enjoy the game. Have fun. Hopefully you're wrong, and I mean that with all the kindness in my heart. You know that I love you. So it's just pure just you know, sports talk. I'm cheering against my predictions well, but, I mean, you got to take your red and gold glasses off sometimes in this job. I hope you warm up from that polar plunge. Good for you for doing the Lord's work yesterday. I hope you're warm these days. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. I don't, anything to benefit the uh, Missouri Special Olympics. No doubt about it. Well, enjoy the game, Rob. Thanks, pal. Now we move on from that to Jay Binkley in the studio. Man, this has been the fastest show of my life. It has been fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Usually you sprinkle this out. Bre- I haven't even had time to breathe yet. That's all right. That's okay. Who needs to? It's game day. No kidding, man. I, I opened this show up, man, with where it all began or where it all started or where it is now. Yeah. Man, 
where it started, where is it at? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 2 and 14, and then Andy Reid comes along, and now you're playing in a sixth consecutive AFC championship. How about game? draft night, April uh, 27, 2017 to now? Right. I mean, it's- yeah, just insane, man. Um, how uh, how do you see this one going? I mean, this is this is two juggernauts. This is the two best quarterbacks, yeah. I think, in the AFC, maybe in football. Um, you know, I know Joe Burrow's still there, had a down year this year with injuries, but again, this is Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes. This is where it was all supposed to be at way back when in 2018. The storylines, Lamar versus Patrick's obviously huge. Both of them have a chance to cement. I mean, think about mm-hmm. Mahomes going to get another Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson with two MVPs because he's going to get it this year right. and wins the Super Bowl ring. I mean, plus you got a Harbaugh, Reed. Yeah. You got his former assistant, Andy Reed's 5-0 and versus assistants in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So you got that. They both have rings. I mean, this is fun. And these defenses, the top two defenses in the country, and I don't think we should forget, as good as the Ravens' defense is, the Chiefs are a better passing defense. Mm-hmm. They're almost as good a running defense. They're only .8 points behind them. The Baltimore Ravens did something that's never been done. Led the NFL in takeaways, points against, and sacks. Jeez. The Chiefs are second in two of those categories. I mean, they're right on the heels for the Ravens. So Chiefs defense has kind of been disrespected at times. They're the only NFL team not giving up 30 points. It won't happen today. The Chiefs will win 24-21. to 21. What are your two biggest matchups today? I, I think Pacheco is his help because they are 14th against the run. If there's one Achilles heel with the Ravens, mm-hmm. it, it's stopping the running game. Both teams mm-hmm. struggle to stop. And that, I think the Ravens running against the Chiefs uh, presents a real problem. Like third and six, and you think he got them bottled up. Then Lamar Jackson goes for seven or eight. Right. That's what concerns me the most. Yeah. And then uh, what about, okay, I, I understand LeJerry Sneed. Trent McDuffie probably going to be a lot on Odell Beckham Jr., but I also see with like uh, Willie Gay's like situation. I know he's going to play; they're going to go through it, but he's still going to be a little banged up. You see a lot of different kind of disguises, blitzes wise, when it comes to this. I do. I think uh, Luxurious Sneed, Trent McDuffie, going to be really involved in the um, in the running game and stopping Lamar Jackson from getting outside and containing. They're both great tacklers, and McDuffie has got three sacks this year, the best blitzing uh, defensive back there is. It was Legereus Sneed. It's now Trent McDuffie with the five force fumbles, but I do believe they're going to be heavily involved with trying to contain the Ravens' offense. Last but not least, give me a score prediction. 24-21, KC. 24-21, Chiefs. Yeah, I'm not going against Patrick Mahomes this time of year or Andy Reid. they got more experience, and they've got a defense that's Real close to the Ravens, toe for toe. All right, man. You got a long day today. You got the AFC Championship game to watch, right. and you got a post game show to do after that's that. Right. And hopefully, we're talking about going to Vegas. Yeah, that's that's be fun. Are you ready? Let's go. You sure? Let's get in the car and go. Okay, to Vegas. Yeah, we'd be trouble in Vegas. Hit it. You and I would be very, very trouble in Vegas. You grab the beer. Mm-hmm. I'll grab the beef jerky. Okay, hit it. That's all we need: beer and jerky. That's it. <laughs> I'm Jay Beakley. Thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it. That's Jay Binkley. You'll hear him on the Arrowhead Pride postgame show. He'll have Pete Sweeney on, Josh Klingler on, and hopefully all of your fantastic, fun, loving calls and everything like that. I have to tell you this, man. I got to give you this before we leave. It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name when last year I spent more money on spilled liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! Get ready.
Get ready, baby. AFC Championship game. You want to win the Lamar Trophy, you got to go beat Lamar. You want to win on the road, go win on the road. They asked for it. They got it. Kansas City, have fun. It's the AFC Championship game. The sun's out. The juices are flowing. I can't wait. Get out the end of your seat and have a badass day, baby. Chiefs, Ravens, 2 o'clock. Get some. Get some.